you're listening to Roadie, the Billy and Ben podcast. Episode nine, Billy. Nine. Welcome nine. to episode nine of Roadie. Nine. Do I need to say that? At the start? Yeah, always. We always have to say that. we got to push. But won't people know that when they've just downloaded episode nine? Well, just to recap. So last, the last episode when we were recording it, it felt like it was a real fall from grace, would you say? Fall from grace? <laughs> hey, it, man. It didn't feel, it didn't have the, it felt a bit flat, but on listening to it, um, it sounded pretty good, I thought. Oh, I get what your point is. When we were doing it, it sounded... I did, I felt the same way. I felt like the wheels were turning, but we weren't going anywhere. Yeah. It didn't feel good, but listening to it, um, there was some... There was some. We had some great stuff on there. I learned about trap music, covered some 90s R&B stuff. We've got yeah. lots of good stuff on this show as well. Um, yeah. We're going to make that up as we go. Um, we don't know what that is yet, but um, we did have some. Should we go straight into our our recap segment, Billy? Talk about a recap. Leave no gap. What happened in last week's show? Following up from last week's show, now you were telling everyone the story of when you were on a movie uh, with Chris Rock. Yeah. And you actually got fired for doing one of Chris Rock's lines for him. Yeah. For performing one of his lines. And at the time we thought that that was not cool. But I have had some feedback on that um, from Joel. Now, Joel of Lunch Therapy, who's just had 100 episodes go through, have a look yeah, at it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel has said, actors are in a very delicate space. And there's a lot of money at stake on these shoots, not just, you know, the actors, but for everyone else. So if you purposely try and get someone out of their head, that headspace, it can really, um, you know, like these are sensitive people. It can really make, it can ruin the performance. And that's that's what it might have been seen as, um, you know, um, even though you didn't intend it yeah. for it to be that way. No, this guidelines you have to follow when you're on the set, like everything else, you know, like there's things you can't and shouldn't do. There's a code of ethics, and that's one of them. Sometimes you don't even look an actor in the eyes because he's so in the character. So you you, you say very little unless you are like the director or someone that he's familiar with because you throw him off. So what I did was definitely uh, not the right thing to do. Joel actually said, I can see why Chris Rock got rid of him. It probably made him think that someone on the crew was making fun of him and he didn't want those thoughts in his head while he was trying to be creative. You kind of have to take care of your head when you're working like that. You do, because you're in a mindset. And, uh, you know, basically he said, hey, how, what's up, what's up, man? And I should have said, hey, everything's cool. And that that's all I should have said. Yeah. I know, Billy, when I'm working, you know, I'm a funny guy, Billy. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, when I'm working, I turn that sense of humor off 
I don't take any jo- like I just like someone does a joke I just pretend that because I'm concentrating on the frame and the lighting and operating the camera and stuff I just remove my sense of humor so I can sort of understand from that perspective. You know, the good thing Joel says is Billy doesn't have to take it personally that he was fired either. He just didn't understand. I got fired off that thing you do. Wow. He got he got fired from something like that too? He said I was an extra, but I was kind of crowding in to watch Tom Hanks. Oh, see, there you go. So That's right. That, that makes me <laughs> think you should feel better, Billy. Like you're not the only one that's been in that situation now. Yeah, I feel bad about it, but it was, and, and at the same time, you know, it was a blessing in disguise because after that, I went on to another show, like I told you, and I was like, I saw Woody Harrelson, I saw Glenn Close, and like we were talking in the parking lot because I was a security guard in the middle of Venice Beach <laughs> when they were filming uh, "A White Man Can't Jump." I knew then that when they made the movie, that the white people were were going to start learning how to jump because the minute you tell somebody that you can't do something, they'll prove you wrong, and that's what happened. And then I also went on to another show after that at the same time, and uh, it was called Critters, and it was with um, um, Angela Bassett, and she was beautiful. And I, I enjoyed it. I said, wow, what a difference. Now, I used to look at Chris Rock. Now I'm looking at Angela Bassett, who was absolutely gorgeous. So it worked and out sort of well in the end. It, it did. It I really did I really didn't care, you know, uh, but I, I, I did have enough of, of Chris Rock and I did make fun of him. And I think he knew I was making fun of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the next day I wasn't there. What do you think would happen on an Australian film? Because I think on Austra- on Austra- due to our tall poppy syndrome, any actor would have to take that and they'd just be like, yeah, that's co-. like you wouldn't. A producer probably wouldn't let you fire someone for that. They'd be like, no. This person is a valuable part of the crew. You can't fire this person because they made fun of you. Like, harden up. Yeah, but you got to look at it. I was a security guard who was, like, really, like, a low denomination. <laughs> yeah, but if you're already halfway through the show, it's going to be more effort to retrain someone. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I was not. I was played I was replaceable, it you know I was just a, I was just a security guard sitting in a chair at yeah. his door to make sure that nobody would go in and and and, and maybe steal some of his property or something like that. That's the oh. only reason I was there, and you know I was going on day number twenty two and I was bored just watching Chris Rock walk in and out and and he was the he was the man and like mm-hmm. I said I, I if I had a chance to do it again I would have done things things differently but like mm-hmm. you said you live and you learn and i was a hater back then and on um, um, today i probably wouldn't be a hater mm-hmm. you know i probably embrace and probably would become his friend you know he he might be a bit different today now as well perhaps like he might be like it yeah i showed joel regular steve's commercial that we were talking about and he thought it was really good and he said he could see in regular steve's voice that he really loved acting and that you know it was a really, really important thing to him. So I thought that was nice. Yeah. Bit of um, recognition for, for regular Steve. Yeah, regular Steve, he, he seems to um he, he seems to have an effect on people. You know, I know you sent a picture um of Regular him. Steve just shaved off his beard. Yeah. So he sent a picture to me and then I sent that to Billy. Yeah. Because Billy, as he said, he's got a few pictures of him. And uh, he looks good, doesn't he? He looks younger. It's like a rebirth. Yeah. It's like that's somebody that I've seen. And we also talked to him about on the last show um, that, what do we say to him? That he we he hasn't done anything lately. To, yes. 
within his like his his acting and That's his right. theatrical and we kind of kind of we kind of gave him a um uh ultimatum like we did. like we want to see you we want to see you steve we want to see you you know whether it's in th- in the theater as you say billy or in film or you know singing he he's a very good singer regular steve regular steve is a good singer he is a good singer oh okay in the many hours of editing on mark's job that we did um we went into song a few times and he's good no he's i don't doubt good. that he's good i don't doubt that he's good but i i I look at him, I see his face, and I think he's got a face that's memorable. And I think, mm. you know, you could have some of the best actors in the world uh, acting-wise, but if their face and their character doesn't fit, you know, they won't. you won't make it. I think it has a lot to do with it because your face just has to be, have character. Mm-hmm. And Steve's face has character. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Moose's blanket on the last episode. Yeah. Moose's electric blanket, My Cat Moose, um, featured on Joel Show Lunch Therapy, um, his daily YouTube show. Now, there's been a bit of discussion back and forward about is it is the temperature on his electric blanket too hot? I set it to 55 degrees, and when Joel saw it on his show, you can see he said, oh, man, that's too hot, like it's, uh, the cat's roasting. And my girlfriend's like, no wonder he's on his back, like his legs up in the air because it's too hot. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm cooking this this poor cat. I'm slow cooking him. So I've shut – I've turned the, the temperature down to like 40 degrees. 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Celsius. Celsius. That is hot. Moose is a big cat. He is a big cat. I think he can handle it. He wouldn't stay on it if it was too hot, but it might be, might be pushing it a bit much. So we got a bit of a car update um, in the fact that I got to see Billy's new car. Yeah. I saw you come down the street in your car, and I'm like, there he is. I felt so proud to see Billy behind the wheel of his 07 Camry. And it looks yeah. nice, man. Like, it's got a bit of a scratch down one side, but, you know, you just park it on the other side, and it looks nice. Like the best running car you mm. can get. Uh, it's real well taken care of, well looked after, but it just has a few scars, and that's why um, mm-hmm. I actually got it at, at the at the price that I got it. But the main thing is, yesterday was a good day for me because I, I went through all my old uh, 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 CDs, and I pulled out the first one. I pulled out was Michael Jackson's history album, okay. and I, I, it's the first one I put in there. And man, I was blasting it and i was blasting black and white i ain't scared of no anger and i ain't scared of no sheets i ain't scared of no <laughs> how does the rap part go erections related with actions we don't need no how to patients racist i can just see us as like 11 year old kids singing this thinking we're cool Protection for gangs, clubs, and nations, causing grief in human relations. It's a turf war. It's a turf war. And that reminds me, actually. I actually worked on that video. What? I did. I actually worked on a certain You worked part of on that video. black and white. I worked on black and white with uh, Robert Singleton. Late. Did, you, was the, did you see that panther? 
No, I didn't work on that part. I worked oh, okay. on one part when they were they were filming downtown, and, and and it was dark. It was at night, and Michael was dancing with some people on the street. Okay. And I remember us being in a warehouse, and everybody's like, "Oh, where's Michael?" Nobody knew where Michael was. True story. Nobody knew where he was, and they yeah. were like, "Oh!" And I was standing outside in the parking lot, very small parking lot, and all of a sudden I see this jeep, these three black trucks pull up, and it looked like these guys had music equipment. And they were carrying bags and stuff in. And it turns out Michael came in in a body bag over this big guy's shoulder. And you would have never known. You would think, oh, the guy just got something over his shoulder. But it was Michael that was inside the body bag. That's how he got in. (laughs) That sounds like such a Michael Jackson thing to do. Yeah. And the minute you knew he was there, because he started, you could hear these claps. And you saw people running around. And uh, 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 What what were the claps like to signal... (laughs) It was just Michael. It's like, oh, shit, he wants something. Yeah? So you can hear these claps, and you can hear people clamoring and moving around. Because, But nobody saw him come in, and that's how he came in. You thought these guys were bringing in either equipment or something, but they, they had him. He was just doubled over in a body bag. The thing with black and white was it was the first video to have that morph in it, wasn't it? That morphing effect that yeah. was huge. It it sparked a whole um, range of software, computer software after that, where you could get morphing and do it at home and stuff. And that's what money can buy you. Yeah. You know, it, it's like if you have money, you're gonna you're only gonna get you're gonna get the best and you're gonna be the best. You know, that's why I said about Microsoft. It was it's, it's not it wasn't it's not Bill Gates. It was a, it was a young people that he stole from colleges and institutions mm-hmm. that 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 created phones and created this and microchips and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't. Him. he just had it's never one person is it same with no. steve jobs from apple like he is just like mm. yeah he go to the institutions go what do you know and the guy i know this well i'll give you five million dollars to come and work for me and and i was just watching this thing about solar cars and it turns out that australians won like the the the, the, the oh, thing yeah. for like a couple of years like three or four or five years because we made wi-fi or something didn't we you made wi-fi you made the the the, the actual box the black box when you know you what they call plane. wi-fi in france billy what wi-fi that's no what's joke what's wrong with that though it sounds weird wi-fi, wifi. they said it to me in a hotel there oh the wi-fi i don't know the password wi-fi and um, when I was doing news in in London, I get a call. They're like, "Can you go to Can you go to France? We need you to leave in like two hours. Pack your shit, get to the airport, and go. There's a siege there. You got to go." That's and I was cool. Like, yeah, I'm in. Let's do this. That's cool, isn't it? Don't it was you like, cool. I felt don't like, you like a rock that? star. Yeah, that's what it makes you feel like. Yeah, we get there. We fly there. We down in Toulouse. 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 <laughs> and the thing about Toulouse, Billy. I don't know if this is all of France. I can't remember. There's no... The bottles don't have twist tops. You go to a cafe and you get like a soft drink. If you if you walk away from the cafe, you realise you can't open the the bottle. They're these bottles. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And it was really annoying. Like someone would rock up to this... I guess, would you call it the set? It was basically a police scene it was the crime you know police line that we were behind um to film this this asshole um murderer mass murderer mm. and i won't say anything more than that lovely but- city I, I really like you know after it was all over we went out for dinner at like 10 o'clock at night and people had taken their kids out for dinner at 10 o'clock at night it was really awesome 
different, 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 vibe. different I love that. That's why it's good to travel. You know, you you don't sit in one spot and go, this is what life is all about. You actually, you know, you travel to different countries and you learn different things are done differently. That will be exciting because there's no, you don't know what's going to happen. And you're just like going flying by the... And I was, you know, I I would have to get, okay, we've got to go and talk to these guys, lawyer. Uh, There's no one else's. I'm the only english-speaking person here like no one well well, they would speak english but i had no idea what was happening and i was yelling at the guys i thought they were his secretaries they were other (laughs) other journalists the 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 weird thing is like i'm in the middle of france but everyone that you know from working in england is there as well because they've all come over for working for all the networks like the australians and stuff and so i'm over there with like three australians and we're Doing a live cross back for um, for the warning show, and I hadn't been back to Australia in about a year and a half, and I hear our voice over the, like the phone, you know, the phones, and they're like, "Coming up next, the Sydney pensioner who gets a great discount at the supermarket." Okay. Like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Is this what we really sound like? And the producer I was with was Australian as well. She's like, "Yep." She just looks at me like. Yeah, and I was you like, know, "That's embarrassing." When I first got here, I said, "What the hell is going on at this in this news station?" It's nothing. It's like, okay, right. we're live at six, and Miss Millie's cat had a litter yes. of twelve. Yeah, I'm thinking, really? Like ri- yeah. You want to show me a f- drive-by, a police chase? Come on, damn it! You yeah. know what I mean? I can there were some guys that robbed a bank in a place called Northridge, and they came out of the bank, and they got caught up, and they they've been bank robbers for years, and they couldn't catch them. And when they came out, the people had armor on. I don't mm-hmm. know, and they just walked out. And they had their machine guns, and they were shooting the cop cars up and wow. shooting the cops up because they had on this armor, like you know whatever they whatever yeah. Ned Kelly had. You couldn't kill them. They had masks and everything on. Wow. And here we are. And they say, oh, there's a bank robbery. And then it's going on right now. And we see one of the subjects is on the street right now. And he's, he goes, yeah, he's walking down the street. He's got his gun. And next thing you know, you see him go. And some sniper shot him through the neck because he, he could find the neck. And, and the mask didn't cover the neck. And you just seen the guy fall onto the ground. And it's like, okay, they just shot him. He's down. And the other guy that was at the bank, he runs over, he falls on a car, tries to commandeer a car. Then they come out, they jump on the sh- Hey, this was breakfast TV. You're not confusing this with the movie Heat, Michael Mann's movie Heat. <laughs> come on. When I came back to Australia, it was a huge... I mean, I was only gone for two years, but... It was the adjustment back to the ver- the slowness and, you know, paying 25 bucks for breakfast, which is insane. Outrageous. You know, yeah. the, the, is everything's so expensive. It's slow. It took, it took a, me, uh, I mean, I was pretty unbearable the first few months I was back. I was like, well, it's like this overseas in England. It's like, the, you know, it's better here. And, you know, I came back because I was pretty homesick. So it was... It was a strange mental space to be in because I'd come back because I was homesick, but I also was feeling pretty bored with Australia. Yeah. And it took it me a long to time to adjust back and, you know. But overall, I think it's, it's it's a very safe place. It's quiet, but you just have to like go like, oh, this is what would you sacrifice for? I don't miss Los Angeles. I do, but I don't. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I, I miss it for different reasons. I love it here, and I, I would think that I would choose to be here because it out the good, the, the boringness outweighs the the the, the craziness is over there. Your you, you, your mind is at a height. It's like you got to watch out for anything that could happen at any second. Whereas here, you know, you can just relax. Your shoulders can be like. When you are in a different country, you do learn to be, you know, adaptable and you might learn a new skill like, oh, you can actually open a bottle with a pen lid or a fence. Exactly. Yeah. I've done the fence thing. Have you? Yeah. It's where the part where the, the where the link is, right? Yeah. And where it grabs the fence and there's a little part where you can take it in there and pop it. Yeah. Yeah. That's old school. <laughs> it is old school. I love it, though. So, Billy, you know how when you're a kid and you're not allowed to do things sometimes or someone older than you says you're not doing that and you think that they're stopping you from enjoying something, depriving you? Yeah, it irritates me. Yeah, well, when I was a kid, I was at the video store. You know what a video store is with all the tapes and stuff. Yeah, the videotapes. There was no streaming. You had to go to a store where... They had, you know, hundreds of videos, maybe even thousands, but you could rent them. You know, the only problem was that you would probably usually get judged by other patrons there for your movies or the person behind the counter. It was a bit daunting. It would say a lot about yourself. And I remember renting um, um, a bunch of girl movies and, and the guy was like, oh, these are girl flicks. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, they're very, you know, they make me cry. And, and I think as a yes. man, I need to cry. Which films were they? There were things like Thelma and Louise. It's like, you know, like these two girls were like gangsters. Yeah, that's a full-on film. When I was at the video store, I saw this the cover for this, this movie called um, Men at Work. And I don't know if you know the film. Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez on the front cover. And I yeah. think I saw the trailer. They're two... Garbage, garbage man. man and they one time they find like a bowling ball and he rolls it down the street and the the trailer made it look so good but my brother's like you're not getting that and i'm like damn uh, i really wanted to watch it. he's like you know what so, was his thing about that why he didn't like the he yeah, must not like charlie sheen I, I don't know if he didn't like well i look cut to like 30 years later it's on netflix and i was watching it on the weekend and uh, i'm like my brother was right. This movie is terrible. It's oh. slow. It's boring. Like, it's just, it's not funny. I don't know if you'd seen the film, but it's its a weird film. It starts off talking about, you know, dumping toxic waste and stuff. And then there's a corrupt politician and mixed up with these two garbage guys. And it was, it's, it feels like two different films happening at the same time. It, it's just not very good, Billy. So it turns out my brother was right back in the 90s when he didn't let me borrow that film. I don't know what else we watched, but it was probably a better film than than Men at Work. You say this because he was older than you and yeah, he probably had seen it? Yeah, he's five years older than me, so he sort of generally, you know, he would have more control over what what was being rented. Well, also, he probably knew more than you did. So the point is, is, is maybe you should listen sometimes. Yeah, I guess so. Like sometimes people know stuff more than you. Right. 
that's a great point, man. So for us, for young people out there, um, maybe you should stop and listen because uh, it could it could stop you from doing something that you don't need to experience. Young people, listen up. The more you know, the more you think you know, the less you know. Copyright. And you deserve Roby. that copyright. You, you deserve that copyright. I don't think that, I think that's from like some some psych, psychologist psychiatrist from the nineteenth century. I think I'm paraphrasing. Okay. We'll make it yours. Thank you, Billy. I've had my coffee today, Billy, but I think on a future episode I'm gonna try and see how I go non caffeinated and just see how boring I sound. What do you think? Is is that really a topic? I had a lot of coffee this morning. Because we were going to record earlier, and then I was talking to Joel. This is like the fourth time Joel's been mentioned on this show. And I was like, oh, I've drank way too much coffee. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try a non-caffeinated episode. How will we tell the difference? Well, in the edit, I'll hear if I sound really like, if I have... If I sound monotone or I don't have any, I'm going to have to make an extra effort to get fired up. I might have to get a little trampoline and jump up and down on the trampoline when I'm not talking, like Tony Robbins before a... Oh, like Tony Okay, yeah. He gets on a trampoline Oh. before okay. he gets on stage. They show it oh, on the documentary. Oh, to pump himself up. Yeah. It's one of the funniest things I've seen. He gets on this trampoline. I do remember one day yeah. you were flat as hell. And you yeah. did have a couple of cups of coffee and then you came back and you aced everything. I remember that. Yeah, I think it's different on a shoot and stuff like that. I just want to try it and see if okay. I can mentally get the energy up. Okay, well, we'll definitely write that in because uh, I want to see the difference. Yeah, it might be exactly the same. I think it might be too, but I, I, I kind of agree with you. You want to hear something exciting, Billy? I've just sent off in the week. I've been working on this um, EP. I'm calling it an EP because it makes me feel like I'm an indie rock star, and yet appreciated. To be mixed, the second track, to be mixed properly by a Grammy Award-winning, um, you know, sound engineer over in London, brother of a guy I used to work with. So that's exciting. Good news. Yeah. You're a very good writer. Thank you, Billy. And um, besides you spending more time at it. Yes, that's exactly. It really has a lot to do with. Yeah, but that's understandable. You know, I mean. It's an embarrassingly long amount of time that I've taken to complete this work. But the the reason for that is when I was younger, in my younger days, I tried to record a a little EP and... um, I just recorded it, me and the guitar, you know, playing along, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and it just didn't have, it was, it was a bit boring after, you know, like, it. I don't have the ability to hold someone with, you know, just my voice alone and guitar and singing, I need to use tricks such as, you know, add in guitars, piano, trumpet, drums, get some, get someone else to sing on the track. You know, okay. that's what I'm, I mean, that's composition, I guess. Well, things like that take time, too. It you takes, can't, don't knock yourself. Thank you. It, it takes time to, 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 to develop the skills, you know, that, that, that you're going to 
it just it, it evolves. Here we are once again. It evolves. What you know, would you think um, if I gave you a CD of mine, but I autographed it? Would you think that that's a bit of big noting myself? Like, I would think you'd be a little arrogant. But yeah. you know what? You have to be that way because if if you don't love yourself or push yourself, nobody else is. What if I wrote on it, "Dear Billy, never give yeah. up. One day you'll be where I am." I will find that very hilarious, <laughs> as I do now, because here we are again saying, you know, like, I'm higher than you. And I, I would, it would be cool because for me, I would turn around and make that inspirational. I wouldn't say, well, Ben's putting me down. Mm-hmm. I would go, man, damn, I like that. That This dude believes in himself. You know what? I like what he said about me, and I'm happy that he autographed something and gave it to me. Then that would make me feel ins- inspired to try to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Thank you. I like how you flip stuff. You don't let it, you know, you flip it. It's back to a, 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 something that I was working with a guy, and one of his lyrics said, haters give me energy. Mm-hmm. That's true. And the more you hate, the more energy you give me. And I flip it, and and I turn it into positive energy. Keep on hating, keep hating, because it, it makes me feel like, damn, you gotta, I gotta, I'll, I gotta do better. And yeah, what is hating really? It's really someone saying, I don't understand why you're doing this, and it's making me feel less certain of my place in the world. When you feel uncomfortable about something, then then it, it, it affects you. It's it's like this makes me feel uncomfortable about myself. Therefore, I'm feeling sad about myself, which is coming out as anger towards you. And for me to regain a feeling of control, I'm going to project this negative energy out at you. And it's going to make me feel better for a very short amount of time Mm. but then i'm gonna feel bitter and resentment afterwards and i'm not gonna go away thinking that i'm a nice guy i'm gonna think i'm right but i'm not gonna think it's not good to 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 think that way um it's 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 actually bad for your own um well-being to think that to leave thoughts like that in your in your in your head Um, we all do it but it happens a lot here because of the tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, we spoke about that last week with regular Steve. It's just it it is something that isn't a good part of the Australian uh psyche. Is that the right word? The Australian Yeah, psyche, yeah, yeah. It's not good, but there are some good things that come from it which keeps people grounded but it's i think it causes more harm than good i take it now like if somebody does something like that i think you know it's not even them doing it it's the universe yeah it's it's the it's definitely the environment there that they're in has influenced them to be that way usually look all boats get up higher in the water when someone's doing well that you know usually right yeah so that's if, if someone that you know does well, then usually that rubs off on you in a good way. Whether you're being over at their house and having a nice, you know, dinner mm. or something or, yeah. what, you know. Mm. So it's really, it, it yeah, 
but we we do it we do it um but if we're rolling if you got a <clears throat> if you have a mercedes benz and i'm rolling in it with you i'm like damn I'm, i got a homie that's got a mercedes benz yeah. i'm thinking that's because not mine but you know what i'm not gonna you know yeah. i don't know where, where it comes from in the australia it might just come from being a small country and um somewhat comfortable enough that we don't have to be super competitive even though we secretly are super competitive it's just very covert i was actually auditioning for a a, a show the casting agent said to me that that was really good ben but can i ask you something okay sure okay he goes look i've just noticed every time you come in here every character has a limp And I was like, what do you mean? Because this commercial had a limp, that, that, you know, that film had a limp. And, and I'm like, oh, I didn't notice. I guess I, I usually add the characterization first. So I, I don't know. Well, why a limp? I don't know. We've got, we'll, we'll work on this joke. I'm just I'm spitballing. It me, it's just funny. He's like, why does all your characters walk with a limp? It's like a band that every song sounds the same, you know? Okay. <laughs> you know, like Roxette? In the 80s, they had this album. There's like three songs on it that just sound like the same as, as the other songs. Well, everybody's songs are like that. Yeah. You know, I listened to um, Michael Jackson's History mm-hmm. just the other day because I was like, you know, I, I have a CD player in my car. Yay. Wow. Um, yeah, and I got a. Uh, you got a CD player in the car. No, check this out. I even have a a a a a cassette tape player in the car. Wow! Didn't you have one in yours? Or you changed your whole radio? Did I you? changed it? But now I have a CD behind that front panel. Oh. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, I got uh, Michael Jackson's History yeah. album out, and it sold pretty good. He sold quite a few of them. But I started listening to a few of the songs, man. The first three songs are the same damn song with really? the same beat, yes. And it, 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 I'm thinking, okay, that song could have been – so, you know, it, it's pretty normal to link them, you yeah, know, because that's what style you're using. So, you know, why, wh- why wouldn't that song sound the same? So your best artist in the world actually – Work off of that. That's why it's difficult to 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 do back to back albums. I guess for anything like you hear bands, okay, it's the same chords, it's the same. It's difficult. Well, I mean, I can only listen to so many of the. Uh, what's the guy from England? The the the, the, the redhead guy. dude, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I can only listen to like three Ed Sheeran songs, and it's the same. Right. You know, and he really he releases a new album every couple of years. Um. Yeah, and he uses a symbol from a calculator, usually. Does he? Okay. Well, he's had one called, like, plus, divide, minus. He's kind of getting... Yeah, the next one's going to be called zero. But <laughs> I, 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 I still don't... I still get it. It's like, but you can only listen to certain songs and he sounds the same. You know what I learned from Ed Sheeran, Billy? What? People fall in love... In mysterious ways. Point. One of the biggest songs ever written. It it's up in the top ten of songs that are played at weddings. And that's a special song for us, isn't it, Billy? 
It is. Can you perpetuate more? Because every um, Deb video, high school Deb video that we've made together is we've used that song. Or they've used that song. That's what I mean. And another one is, what's, what's a crooner? The crooner Michael guy. Michael Oh, he's got a couple of songs that everybody listens to that you have to hear mm-hmm. when you're doing something. Actually, it got so um, samey that we started to use the same songs even in the, the highlight edits of it. Exactly. It, sort of almost ironically, I guess. Yeah. It was still that, good videos, but we were like, oh, we use this because this is what, you know. Well, you look at Earth, Wind & Fire, they've got a song that's always going to be, you know, sad. Celebrate good times. Is that them? Mm. Let's celebrate. I think it's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. You Is just that can't disco? Get Back in the disco days, but it's still, it's still well known. And what's the other one by the Black Eyed Peas that we use a lot? Tonight's the night. <laughs> Let's give it up. <laughs> Played like a thousand times. You know, when I went to Letterman... Not as a guest, but as an audience member. That's what they played to get the audience fired up. I think some songs are are, are destined to uh, be uh, uh, forever and ever a hit, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I think we're talking about a song called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. The Funk Shuffle. Yeah. Um, yeah. This part of the show, we're going to do some... Final thoughts. This part of the show, we're going to do some final thoughts. Thoughts you might think at the end. Okay, Billy, final thoughts for this episode. Have we heard anything? Not very much, man. No. No. I take that back. Yeah, we have, of course. So we've learned about uh, Joel's advice on getting fired as well that made you better. Um, when you realize that you were a hater, Moose's electric blanket, that black or white, the video that you worked on, when I worked in France and heard the Aussie accent, and yeah, when I wanted to hire men at work, and I didn't listen, I did listen, I didn't have a choice, but um, it turns out my brother was right about it being a terrible film. The, the plot. It was it was terrible. So your brother was right, he and, was right. And, and you're saying this because what you you say you should listen to your brother more often. Um, yeah, I guess so. Um, that's the end of episode nine, Billy. Where can people go if they want to subscribe to the podcast? If you like what you heard today on today's show, give us a shout out at Apple Podcasts, and make sure you give us a five star review if you want to. I know you do. We need you. Ideas of the show can be sent to Ben and Billy podcast. At gmail.com. See? See? <laughs> <laughs> Just send it to Benny Ben and Bill podcast. It'll get to us. Just We're send it. Big. You don't even need that at gmail.com. Okay, Billy, it's been great doing another episode with you. And um, I look forward to our meeting about the next episode which we were going to make bigger and better and funnier. That's going to be 10 again. 10. Show yes, 10. episode 10. Episode 10. Episodic. 10 10. It's going to be episodic.
be there or be square. Be cool. Stay in school. Don't be a fool.